Join Christina and Sintache for weekly conversations about the medicine of life, connecting with what we feel, understanding what we need to heal, bringing oneness of our mind, body, and soul. Focus you know what I feel like grounding us in? I what? pulled a book. Do you guys? Um, oh, okay. So this was a gift that was gifted to us um, in the first retreat, the Goddess Wisdom Retreat. Um, this was from Misty, our mm. sister, Misty. You, should, you so, know Misty. Yeah. yeah Misty yeah. was in Bali. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Misty was in Bali. Um, it's called The Book of Qualities, you guys. This book is, is freaking medicine. And so every day, or not every day, but I try to do it once a week, is open up to um, a, a quality, basically. And this woman, Bruce Gendler, she basically created these little stories about certain um, qualities within us. And so I'm going to just scroll. <laughs> Ooh, intuition. So this, mm. is the, this is the little drawing that comes with intuition. Nice. Okay, so. I invited intuition to stay in my house when my roommates went north. I warned her that I'm territorial and I keep the herb jars in alphabetical order. Intuition confessed that she has a spotty employment record. She was fired from her last job for daydreaming. When intuition moved in, she washed all the windows, cleaned out the fireplace, planted fruit trees and lit purple candles. She doesn't cook much. She eats beautiful foods, artichokes, avocados, persimmons, and pomegranates, wild rice with wild mushrooms, mushrooms, and chrysanthemum tea. She doesn't have many possessions. Each thing is special. I wish she could see the way she arranged her treasures on the fireplace mantle. She has a splendid collection of cups, bowls, and baskets. Well, the herbs are still in alphabetical order, and I can't complain about how the house looks. Since in intuition moved in, my life has been turned inside out. That's intuition. <sighs> I love that. Because that's where I feel like that's what's being turned on in each of yeah. right now. Yeah. Whether we like it or not. And that is probably the thing that's confronting us all. Is mm. This intuition channel is now allowing us to see things differently interact with them differently relate to them differently than when it wasn't on and it's confronting and it's not like something that we we actually want <laughs> all the time and uh, but it's like that was perfect yeah I, I it's hard because i fight with my intuition i feel like that's been a big theme in my um week recently is like i necessarily fight but the trusting of it the surrendering into it and being able to really um be still enough and present enough to feel it because when I'm not present that shit don't come to me <laughs> it <stays laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah um, when I have these conversations this is a huge um, portal for me to be more grounded to to just really connect with other people you know um but yeah so yeah. I, I appreciate the part where it talks about and your life turns inside out right mm, yeah. you know because I used to think that if my intuition just intuitively understood what the fuck it is that I wanted and then just repeated that shit back to me <laughs> then we would have no problems 
I'm you know, <laughs> you said what? Your call is not going through at this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> please, please hang up and dial again. Message seven seven seven. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. That's what they're trying to tell you. It's like you. No, you can't. This smaller human part of you that you know has all of its insecurities and fear and confusion and all of that cannot run the show even though that is where we're most comfortable running the show because then we know everything it's like oh let me pull out the agenda for today <laughs> i know exactly what's going to happen when it's going to happen who it's going to happen with and the manner in which i'm going to receive it all thank you very much this is awesome but it's like eh, 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 eh. no you don't get that <laughs> it's like it's helped me so much when i gave everybody a name and like a face in my, in, for me. And my intuition is this old grandmother like figure that is just wise. And she is like one of them no nonsense, like old ladies that's just like, I've lived my life child. Like, you're not gonna tell me what to do type vibe. And the kind she, of old lady you gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> no. But like when she comes through, it's like, it helps me to have that conversation with her then. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel like I'm being dictated to, or that, you know, I'm being confronted with what I don't want to be confronted with. It's more of a, okay, you're having a conversation with me that I need to have. Mm -hmm. And although it makes me uncomfortable right now, I'm willing because I respect my elders and I honor them. I'm willing to sit down and listen. That's and let's see what happens from there type thing, you know, versus when my ego starts talking, like her name is Eveline. From I was the just going to ask you, what does your ego look like? Her name well, is Eveline from the West, like straight up. Like, like, Don't bring me no bad news. Like, that's her. Like, I'm here yeah. to just shut it down. You can't do that. Nope. He's not safe. You're not safe here. Nope. Nope. It's just this. You know, no bad news. You remember the song, right? Don't nobody bring me no bad news. Bad news. That whole thing. Yes, and that's her. And she's just like, no, yeah. absolutely not. She's a gatekeeper. You made an interesting, um, an interesting point and a beautiful segue into kind of talking about where we're, where we would like to go, like what our intention is for this conversation. And you said, you know, when I when I see the the vision of of my elder intuition you know I know she's inviting me to have a conversation and I'm willing to have a conversation and I thought that was really I think that's really beautiful because I know um your spirituality can seem very rigid right like you know whether 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 it's from our old experiences you know like mine growing up you know in in a very um evangelical church or what or if it's you know like you know I'm at step one of my self-help, you know, please don't interrupt me with yourself, you know, your number three bullshit, like I haven't gotten to you yet, <laughs> kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's this beautiful um, invitation to have the conversation with intuition, right? Um, you know, recognizing that this, you know, you better do it now, you know, or you're gonna, you know, this whole scarcity narrative that found its way with intuition, um, that we all had to unlearn in some form. So I really appreciate, you know, you reminding us that, you know, we can have a conversation with our intuition. Like we can lean into that. 
and 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 learn from that and that's really like what we're wanting to do tonight is to kind of lean into that conversation and lean into your wisdom um and and your medicine and lean into your medicine um yeah <laughs> and, yeah 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 and really what unfolds yeah um so praise chris yeah yeah, yeah do you want to okay. yeah we can do yeah, praise do the, and, um, you want to do the praise um the grounding yeah. was beautiful the grounding was absolutely beautiful <laughs> um but before we do that um let's just gentle reminder that our allies this month are um all the essential oils that that um, are available when we're on a call and whatever crystals are around us it's been that kind of month and and we just came out of your seven week amazingness oh, yes yes so there's so many you know normally chris chris and i pick one crystal but there's so many crystals that we've now activated um and 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 given um instructions and a job to as you taught us yeah. so what 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 is is whatever oils are around <laughs> uh rosemary has been with us and yeah. um, whatever crystals are around, and I'm, 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 I'm pretty much have got? all of them. Do you? I got yeah, I have, um, I have. I um, have my. Uh, oh gosh, brain fart. Green moldavite here. Nice. Um, I have a chakra uh, one here that has mm -hmm. all the all of them, and I have my. Um, uh, help me out. Uh, this is second chakra. Uh, Carnelian? Carnelian. Yeah. yes and then i got this from us this is um jasper oh lovely mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's yeah and oils i have cassia i have rosemary <laughs> and i have frankincense i'm drinking cassia frank, too. You know, always with me frank frank is always in the mix always what you what you got sis you talking to me yeah <laughs> i know oh, i should be I, more clear I should I have, be more clear. I have Frank. Frank and Rosemary were my two. Mm. So that felt really good this morning. I needed some. I need a lot this morning, not gonna lie. <laughs> and then um, uh, I had, still have my blue lace agate from um yeah, so I feel like there's something so gentle about this. I sleep with this underneath my pillow. I like yeah. to dream with her at night. She's mm. really good. And then I have um Jasper, my Jasper, Jasper piece. Mm, and so my red Jasper piece always stays with me on my desk for creativity. That felt really good. Um, so she's like a shark fin. That's <laughs> sweet. Um, it's sexy. No. That fin is sexy. Is it? Yeah, it's like a sharp vagina. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, she's amazing. There's something about her. So yeah, she's always close to me. Those are my allies. Dope. Dope. And we know what you have, goddess. You. Oh, everything. <laughs> you, you, you are the essential crystal. Um, I, I, not available in stores. Nope. Nope. <laughs> what are you wearing? Are you wearing something? I'm always wearing something. So I have um, shungite, black tourmaline, and violet aura quartz here with these affirmation bracelets that came from uh, Kaira 
with the Sophia code. So it's like the divine feminine ascended master um, thing. It's like you, you wouldn't think something as simple as just like wearing the affirmation or wearing the statement would be so mm. like impactful, but my God, it is mm. like, it says, I am the lightning of revolutionary change. Oh, oh my goodness. That's tomorrow's one. mantra. I am, <laughs> I am I the am. star within the tree of life. And then the, the last one is divine mother creatrix of all life. Oh, and I just love them. Oh, I can't, I can't take them off. Like I know, like they're getting all beat up and stuff, but I really don't care. That is incredible. Completely right. Incredible. And it was like one of those things that you just stumble on. I was reading her book, and then I was like, "Gee, I wonder what other things that she has available." And like she just has this divine feminine empowerment jewelry collection. That wow, who is this? And then carved in Bali. Okay. Oh, nice. What's like, the name of the book? The Sophia Code. Oh, the Sophia Code. Yes. So cool. Completely wow. great. So and cool. this is my Kunzite. I have Kunzite wand. Wow. And Gorgeous. my babe is still up underneath here. My big old Super 7. Mm. <laughs> I just That's beautiful. rocks with me 24 7. So. Yeah. Mm. That's but incredible. Yeah, frankincense and rose oil. So I'm close to you with the rosemary, the rose. Mm. Mm. And it's the three of us and we're literally at three different points in the world. So this this already feels like a, um, you know, the original Brady Bunch episode hey. with all the squares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I love you. Uh, more Hollywood squares. Um, so <laughs> we love to start... Um, our conversations with the grounding and just connecting. And, and, and I feel like we're already 30 minutes in because we have a relationship with you. Um, but just a clarifying question, how do you want us to address you on the podcast? Would you like us to call you Letitia? Would you like us to call you Danan? Would you like us to call you Ra? Yeah. Please let me know. I'm being serious. Um, how would you like us to address you? Because I want to honor yeah, no. like that's one thing that's you know I feel is evolving. My government mm -hmm. name is Letitia Diane Carter, and my spiritual name, like that, I feel was just divinely given to me from my oversoul, is Danan Sekhmet Aset Ra. Uh, but just Danan Ra, and the way I've set up life going forward is all of my music and everything that's in that creative wheelhouse is Danan. Like that is fully Danan Ra. And my coaching and my soul strategy work and energy healing and that that is all under Letitia. Um, and eventually it might change. I'm not sure. Like, but that's just how it's been playing out right now. More so from a, a, a space of what I needed to do for me. Um, mm -hmm. Because in working 22 years in corporate life and professional life and all of that, there was a point in time in my life where um, I abandoned Letitia and I just went by Diane. And it was from, uh, I couldn't find a job with Letitia. And all mm. I did was just change my name on my resume 
and you know applied for the same jobs under Diane Carter and Diane was employed like quickly um, and it was just one of those things that I kind of you know left that part of me behind and I needed to like go back and get her mm. and, and reincorporate her into this this body this existence the present moment and then I'll evolve and it'll be something else I mean it's it's like you know everybody evolves at this point how many names did he have like <laughs> how many names did Snoop Dogg have like how many names did like do y'all all kind of you know just evolve through these things and uh, but I just wanted to um circle back to what you said Danan um about you know your journey and as you were sharing so beautifully um about yours it, it's one of the things that um hearing you share is a confirmation of the praise that I'd like to share with you um and we like to start off by honoring our goddesses um our guests our goddess guests when they arrive <clears throat> and what I'm learning from you as our friendship grows, as our relationship grows, as our cosmic connection grows is your capacity to make individual connection with every human being that you meet and starting the relationship from there. Um, it is a beautiful thing to witness. It is the embodiment of grace um, and it's really profound and powerful. And um, to meet you is to truly know you. Uh, you make sure of it <laughs> in a very beautiful um, way that inspires, has inspired me to be vulnerable with you. And then you're vulnerable with me. And then now we're like really good friends. That makes me happy. <laughs> And I am so grateful for the day that you chose to join us on this journey called life in early form. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That gave me such goosebumps. Just thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, so my turn. <laughs> Stay in that receiving mode. Um, and what I love about praise is that, you know, it's just this beautiful mirrored reflection and and really my praise is really grounded in that because the first time I met you we met in Bali so the the wonderful goddess wisdom council retreat um and I remember first seeing you like you know how like when you first arrive to a place like your body arrives there but you're like being doesn't <laughs> that's how I felt in the beginning of you especially know, after driving across the planet I mean <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know we, it wasn't like yeah. we was at the bodega down the corner, Chris. Like, <laughs> I know. Well, it's like an onslaught of senses when you get to Bali, oh. too, right? Like, it's just like, holy. Yeah, it just, it really felt like Dorothy is not in Kansas anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. Um, but I remember meeting, you know, so many new women and also women that I had met before. And I remember seeing you for the first time, Danana. I was like, whoa, like this, this woman knows like she's a healer like I just felt immediately like you had this like amazing confidence and so at that moment I did not have that whatsoever and so like I was like oh like we're not going to be able to connect you know <laughs> like and so 
And fast forward to, um, I don't know if you remember, it was the day of the photo shoot, you know, we were going to have like a photo shoot together. And I just remember being in the poopiest of poopoo moods that day. And, and I found my friend, like, I remember just sitting with you, Danan, and I remember there was like a point of just feeling seen and heard by you. And it was because I believe there was a part, and I'm not, I guess for me, like I don't want this to ever come across as, as um, sad because it wasn't. It was actually quite beautiful. But there was a woundedness that I saw in you, that I saw in myself, and there was like some opening that formed there in that woundedness. And we always speak about woundedness as being this like, you know, um, uh, I guess weakness, but in that moment, it was, it was just this beautiful bonding of sisterhood of seeing someone and having them see you and being reflected in that beauty. Like, that's what I felt like is like, we saw each other's beauty in such a deeper way. And so like, I'm going to get a little emotional because it was, it was emotional for me that day. And so I just felt like that really cemented our sisterhood together. And I saw you on a much deeper level than when I first arrived in Bali. And so, um, and then from there, like that day to go to like seeing you perform, like it was just, it was just, I'd never seen so much up-leveling of a person. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was just like, this is, it was insane. And, and so again, like to Sin's point, I think there's just so much courage in you, Danan. Like I, I, and I think it probably comes from who you've been in past lives, mm. you know? Um, but there's just so much courage in you to completely be yourself, naked, vulnerable. Like, I feel like that whole performance was just basically you being naked with who you were. And I, yeah, like I just, and it was so, and, and I think people don't understand like the, there's such, there's a powerful, the connection that gets made when you see someone doing that. And um, it was, it was truly beautiful to witness and truly like, and again, like what's said, like, and I think I messaged you a DM after we took your workshop because again like to see you step into your purpose right so bali was really like to stand in who we were right like like this is me this is me completely and then now fast forward to to being in this present moment and taking that workshop it was like holy shit not all not, not only are you here but you're in your purpose fully like you know when we're witnessing you working in your workshop and working with people like it was it it's been such a gift to witness that in other like I just don't think we give props to people enough and praise enough and that's what really what our intention is Danan is to 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 say that we see you you know we, we really really see you <laughs> so we love you so that was beautiful Chris that was beautiful thank you thank you for sharing um so tell us about your work i mean we we yeah. uh, as christina and i are referencing this amazing 
seven week series that we just it went by too fast completed <laughs> well the good thing is that there's replay because y'all know i'm still yeah, on week yeah. three right like look i'm such a cheetah because y'all know i'm a remedial student listen to me here now i'm i'm going to tutoring for my third chakra those lower, yeah. those lower chakras, though. I mean, Danan, just you know, there needs to be more time there. <laughs> that shit. So, so, so you know, I I got another workbook, <laughs> and they, you know, they gave, they put, put put me in training. Um, so I would love it if our listeners could, um, hear from you. What magic? you are offering to the world right now because you are a multifaceted like I mean we, we need your bio by the way um uh, okay uh, so that, that that could be right but but if you could please tell us about a little bit about your work well I feel like I'm a magician and an alchemist mm. a divine feminine goddess who is remembering her godlike form and also this human who is waking up to actually being human in this moment. So I'll begin there. Um, wait, 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 can we just go back really quick? Because yeah, yeah. you said you referenced your divineness and your humanness in the same sense. And I, and I think there's something so beautiful about that, Didan, because it's like our humanness and our divineness, one is not less than the other. And so I maybe, and, and maybe we'll get to that more in your story, but that was just really fucking powerful. So I just want to take note of that. <laughs> yeah. And she said it like, it's like, that's how people talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, cause I know people can't see us, you know, yet, you know, but she said that shit kind of like, you know, yeah, that's peanut butter. But if you allergic, you need to eat over there. Like it was just some regular ordinary shit. Like, you know, it's normal you know but it's not regular it is so normal and here's the journey for me i'll just say this part first the journey for me has been about self-acceptance because Mm -hmm. i've always had these and i've always been very aware that i had these various aspects in me and i had connections to parts that were not in this body but i couldn't I couldn't put them into terms that other people could reflect back to me. Therefore, yeah. it didn't make any sense to me. Therefore, I could not accept it for myself. Mm-hmm. And so this whole journey has been about accepting me in the face of no, no reflection, in the face of nothing to confirm what I know for myself. A journey of discerning that which I know to be true for me versus what other people's truths are and knowing that those two things can live in the same room and not be exclusive of one another. My truth does not negate your truth and your truth does not negate mine, but it's simply my job to accept myself. It's not your job to accept me. It's like I heard a quote uh, the other day and it was like, perfect. It's your job to respect me, but it's not your job to accept me. It's my own job to accept me. Mm -hmm. And it's been like this journey of journeys to just accept the fact that 
like I have abilities and skills that we didn't learn in school <laughs> mm-hmm. that were not taught to to uh, the masses. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's going to look a bit different and it's not going to have the same flavor as 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 um, what I've seen. So I tried to put a face to that growing up. Like I went to college. I have a degree in sociology. I was trained to be a social worker, family therapist, all of that, was licensed in it. Did my first uh, field practicum in a domestic violence shelter that was a 24 hour shelter with a hotline and all that kind of stuff. And it broke me. Like it was one of those things where like, yes, this is part of your wheelhouse, but you don't have the proper tools for this yet. Like you're just way too open and you're feeling everybody's everything and you don't even actually understand what that is. So putting that away and moving into a more traditional like um, employment route, corporate America, blah, 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 blah. But all of that underneath, I was always the, 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 the office counselor. I was always the one that people would come to when they had, you know, they wanted to, to tell somebody something. I was always the one that, you know, was on your morning route when you got coffee because you just wanted to see me or you just mm-hmm. wanted to be in my energy or et cetera, et cetera. So it was like one of these things where I had to put it all together to, in my mind, for me to make sense of it. The fact that, oh, wait a second. I see things that other people don't. I'm thinking everybody can see this stuff, but it's not true. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm very empathic. I'm highly emotionally intelligent and I'm seeing stuff, patterns that you're not seeing. Hmm. Okay. I have the ability to um, uh, read people as far as I just know stuff. Okay. Interesting. And you start to put all the, take all these compartments and put them together. And that's where my purpose evolved into like what I'm doing now as far as um, to, uh, to create the company, the art of waking and to have coaching services that encompass like so many different things. And it's not just like confidence coaching or empowerment coaching. It's like a one-stop shop type service. In addition to the fact that I can clear your energetic field. In addition to the fact that I can see what's in your auric field and work, oh, you have a tear right here and you're leaking all kinds of energy and that's why you're tired all the time. It has nothing to do with, you know, your food and your sleep, it's that. So if we fix that, then we can go back to the other. It's that kind of thing to where me being comfortable now, speaking words that may be Greek (laughs) to other people and to do it with the confidence level that I know what I'm talking about. And that if you are called to me, you're drawn to me, then you are part of my territory that you're assigned to me. It's, it's almost like, you know, when we incarnated, there's sheets of us. Like I'm assigned to you and Chris. I'm assigned to, you know, these other folks from this level. You're assigned to me from this particular thing. We all have mastery in various different Uh, areas and we're all assigned to each other in this entanglement of energy and how we're using it but it's a matter of can we can we get comfortable enough in who we are who we really are to be able to be seen in what we are gifted in 
and to not feel like, oh, I'm going to be shunned or um, I'm going to lose all my friends or I'm going to whatever. Most of the time, by the time you get to this place, you've already been shunned and you've already lost all your friends. So I really was going to say that. that like, if you had, a, if you had any friends from the very from the get go, I mean, you can't lose with your ass. Shit. You know? So yeah. I feel like. You know that what you just shared was so powerful, Danan. Um, <clears throat> because we we're both clinicians, right? Like, and so there's this understanding. We've had this conversation, Chris. You and I have definitely had this conversation that there hasn't been space for both, right? If we have to articulate it as a one and a two, right, or a two and a one, or a and a b, right? Like this whole, like we know that there really isn't, it's just, it just is, right? There's no separation. But if we have to delineate, and I really appreciate you saying and sharing, you know, how walking in your gifts and your talents and your calling, there was this reservation. Um, and you said, you know, because we'll lose friends, but really there's the, there's when it, those gifts and talents are also pathologized, right? And, and all what happens and, and all of what we've seen happen with clients that have these beautiful gifts and talents and they're told fill in the blank, right? And, you know, I'm from the school of thought. I think there's space for both. I think there's space to take a, a pill <laughs> and I think there's a space to just go ahead and go to a crystal healer, right? Like it doesn't have to be that one is good or one is bad, right? It goes back to what you said about us knowing who we are, knowing where we are, what we need in that moment in order to be propelled to be propelled forward. And I think that's the beautiful thing about your work is that um, it's specific, right? And a lot of people who may not understand coaching and, 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 and how important it is, it's understanding that, you know, like there's not a one script for anybody. Like we all need different things. I mean, we could all be standing in the same light and take a different fucking photo, you know, like. Yes. <laughs> You know, so I really appreciate um, you sharing that because that has been for many people, you know, of um, whether they come from the with the church, right? Or whether they come from a very, um, you know, I beat the church up a lot. I'm not apologizing for it. I'm just making an awareness right now. <laughs> no apologies. Um, but, not but, and there's the other, the other um, spectrum where if it's very scientific and if you can't prove it to me with data, I'm going to reject it. You know, there's that too. Mm -hmm. Right. And so honoring as I act like I'm, you know, juggling two titties, but really it's more <laughs> like. <laughs> Thanks um, for that visual. That was great. You're, you're, you're well, well, you, you know, you have a relationship with my titties. Yeah. They kind of little, y'all can't see. I don't have a proper. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, it's been a struggle. But <laughs> all of that to say is, I, I appreciate you you saying that out loud, um, mm. because I think that is where more conversations are going to land as we uh. move toward wherever we're moving toward, yeah. uh, as we go through whatever we're going to go through. Right? Like, you know, we're talking about some. You know, there's you mentioned the domestic violence shelter, right? Like the increase of domestic. Uh, calls that have happened during this time and the increase of depression which we know is energy yeah. right and we're not we're not saying no one should get treatment for something that um presents as clinical right 
and we're also honoring that depressive symptoms could be a spiritual experience as well. We're creating space for both. So, um, because there is space for both. Because <laughs> both are true. So thank you for saying that. I, I, I really just wanted to kind of honor that. That's where we have to move. We have to move into this a whole new paradigm that one size does not fit all and it never did. Mm -hmm. Period. Well, what, yeah. And what I loved about your story, Danan, like what I took away from it as you were sharing was um, the fact that even, even the, the journey of getting to where you are now, and you say, you know, you, you did the, you know, you, you went to school, you did the training, you were essentially in a place of healing people, right? But that you, you weren't yet aware of who you were as a healer, that it, and the, you know, that you were an empath on top of that and understanding how to unpack that. And even as you went into the corporate world, you still were a healer. You still, even suppressing it even this underbelly of like you know I'm corporate denon you know I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my corporate hat but but the universe is so beautiful in a way is that it still guided you it still was calling you as you were in that corporate space of no denon like this is this is who you are and so I just I lean into so much of that conversation because that was definitely a very similar path of like what I started to experience being immersing myself more and more into the corporate world, right? And climbing that corporate ladder. And so as I got more and more in that, I got more and more aware that that was not for me, <laughs> you know? Yes. And so, yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. And so, you know, it became, a, and so it was, it's just so interesting to hear you say that because you know, it became like the tower card from the tarot, like yes. ev oh everything had to crumble in order yes. for me to realize what I'm truly here to be and, who, and who, I'm, who I'm here to be of service to and of service to myself. And so, um, and sometimes when you go through that process, it can feel like you're fucking crazy. Like you're, yes. you know, absolutely. Um, and yes. if you don't have a coach, if you don't have someone that either has been Support. through it the support, the sisterhood, the circle of people, like it can feel very lonely and very depressing and mm -hmm. very much like you're having a mental breakdown, you know? Yeah. And to yeah. Sim's point, like, um, you know, the medicine that you need, to me, I'm the same way, like, you know, there is no just A and just B, like all of that together, all the tools that we have are here to support. And, and so it looks different for different people, but it's just so interesting your journey and just how you know, making that transition to, to really embodying who you are. And I love the idea, you know, you can respect me, but it's not your job to accept me. You know, it's really my job to, to accept myself for who I am. And until that happens, you know, you're going to go through this journey of like really going in the direction of, I really don't, because that's what I came to. I really don't want that. Like, I know, mm. I didn't know what I wanted to not, but again. I know what I really don't, don't fucking want anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You and, know? Ooh, I just got chills and I'm not a chill person. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck y'all. Yeah, you are. Okay, that's where I'm wrong. <laughs> fuck both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you know, and that brings me to a point that you made, Chris, that I that leads us. So you you made a point. You said, you know, sometimes we go through these changes and we don't know what it looks like. And if we don't have a coach, right? So there's this territory of the unfamiliar, right? Which is just really mm-hmm. our current existence anyway. Um, and we're, to your point, Danan, earlier, like we're really living it now in a way because we're in crisis as a world that it, it just seems like we, we've we never been here before, but we are here every day. We never know what the fuck's gonna happen every day, you know, real talk. And so, you know, us having worked with you and working with a coach and being in this place where you have this support and, and someone to help guide you and say, this is okay, right? Yes, this may be the valley or the abyss, but this may, this is okay. This has been, this has been familiar to someone, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, and so my next question then is how did you manage to ground into that truth to then trust the work that you're doing now and, mm-hmm. and to take the next step to share it? Because as you shared, there were moments that were so unfamiliar and treacherous. <laughs> and lonely. <laughs> hey there, lonely, lonely girl. girl. Yes, exactly. And I, think, I think the thing for me was I had to hit bottom. Mm-hmm. And bottom Tower girl, tower. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, it's like when you, when you're, okay. When you're operating under this program of I have to get this degree in order to be accepted so I'm going to go do that and then I need to go get married because I have to do that and then I need to go whatever the program is with running eventually you run out of energy to be able to generate to maintain that program and you burn out and I had a significant burn out moment like I just flamed out like it was like one of those NASCAR crashes that the whole crowd is standing up on their feet, like, oh my God, what is happening with this woman? Like type burnout. Um, because I couldn't sustain it anymore. I couldn't fake it anymore. I couldn't create energy for that which I couldn't stand in certain parts of my system and my body. And so it was in that moment, understanding and recognizing to your point, uh, Chris, that this is not for me. I know this is not for me. I'm not exactly sure where I'm supposed to be going, but I know this ain't it. So then I need to get as down and dirty as I can as far as what is going to light me up. And it was just this having these light bulb moments. And it was like, if it didn't light me up from the inside out, I wasn't doing it. And I didn't care who like got offended by it or what they had to say about it or how I was going to be quote unquote judged for it. But it was like one of those moments that was like, no, if this doesn't light me up, like significantly, I'm not doing it. And that's when I think, well, not I don't think that's when the universe really started to co-create with me and put people on my path that unlocked parts of me that I was ready because I was ready. I was open. I was willing to like investigate it. I was curious enough to not judge it, to, to just sit there and be like, okay, yeah, I'm willing to learn. What do you want me to do? 
what's that question? Oh, I don't know. I've never heard. Ooh, I've never thought of it that way. And it's like just this whole like dynamic of exploration, you know, beginning with my coach, like, cause I worked with Anita for like a year and a half straight to just be like, her, she was like a permission giver of it's okay. Like you have my permission to explore every and anything that you feel is, is best for you in this moment. And if you're not sure how to navigate it, bring it to me and we'll talk about it. Cause we have a standing meeting every week at this particular time, which just gave me like, just this, it felt like a net being underneath me that I can't fuck it up so bad in seven days, you know, from one appointment to the next. Let me just try. Okay. <laughs> is, that the magic, is that the magic number seven days? <laughs> your, ass is, your ass is an overachiever, right? So if you told yourself you couldn't fuck it up, I'm quite sure for the seven days, you found miraculous ways to manifest some chaos in your motherfucking life. Because ain't no way in the world you the kind of healer that you have where you went through seven days and you were like, well, it was rather simple today. <laughs> Just a soft breeze from the north. I mean, fuck that in. Soft breeze. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Listen. It was one of those things that it was just like, okay, no, I know if I start going into territory that doesn't make sense to me anymore, mm. I have somebody that I yeah. trust yeah. Yeah. to be able to bring mm. all the vulnerable parts of me to mm. in order to dissect it. So then I can learn how to accept these different parts that I'm discovering. And it's so much easier to do that with a one-on-one -on -one dialogue with somebody that you trust versus just jumping out into vulnerability land, like in front of a hundred people. Like that, that's just completely different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the burnout, yes, was my, that was the, the trigger. Like that was the, uh, the door opening to ex exploring and to, for me to be okay with what I'm doing now, because mm -hmm. then it was, it, be it began with Anita, but then it was like 50, 75 people later of mm -hmm. experiences and exploration and, you know, just not spending any money on anything except personal development and travel. <laughs> it's like books, wow. classes, travel, books, mm -hmm. classes, travel, books, classes travel and everything else was like i'll deal with you later i'll, I'll get you ain't spend no money on no dick no. is that is that included in the travel or the book i'm just asking no. for a friend no because even miscellaneous that, I, but no even that i stopped like i haven't deep. been in a relationship i said that about a relationship i just said two years I, I, I have to be in a relationship okay this is capricorn sun and venus here i i, I honor that i just wanted to be clear for the record sis <laughs> I didn't say nothing about no relationship. I was talking just <laughs> exclusively about relations. <laughs> I can't do that. Like, I have to be connected. I I'm can't. not mad. I, I am. I, I completely honor that. And you know, my prude ass is right there with you. You know, I, I cuss and carry on, but my vagina is still a church girl, honey. I just, woo. No, I, I, feel, I feel that. That's a new that. word, church vagina. I like yeah, it. Church vagina. Yeah, Girl, don't it make you think of the dungeon, though? It, it just seemed dark and wet, don't it? Stop it. Stop it. Okay, moving on. She's so, 
<laughs> it is Sunday. I need to behave myself. But it, in in honoring in honoring acceptance, right? Like you said, really two profound things. You talked about acceptance, self acceptance, right? And and what I learned from what you shared is that the teaching of acceptance and learning to accept others is really about learning to accept ourselves, right? Because if mm-hmm. if 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 you and you have both of you have as my friend as my sisters can accept the parts of me that challenge you in that practice of you accepting me i can then see that part of me that challenges you mm-hmm. i can learn to accept it for myself and then i can fucking heal that shit so that i can stop challenging your ass <laughs> <laughs> Yes. you see what you know what I mean so yeah. just he- hearing you teach that was just like that's how um that was really really powerful medicine for me so there's acceptance and then there's hitting the bottom yes, yes. and 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 here we all are collectively <laughs> hitting the bottom having, having to accept <laughs> that right and so Bro, we're in the collective ride right now oh. okay Okay. Everybody, because like I know that my the way I think about excuse me the way I think about things is so different than most people, and like most of the time I keep it to myself just because it's like "Eh, do I really feel like I need to share this right now? Maybe not. Like for example, here I live in in Holland, and there is a concept called Zwartepiet which is black Pete, and it's this blackface caricature of Santa's helper. And he's got these bright red lips and- Yeah, you know it well. Yeah, right? And most people, most people of color that I've come across, like they get really angry about it and like they wanna protest and they wanna, you know, how are you gonna get involved? Don't be silent about it and X, Y, and Z. And I realized that my whole perspective had shifted on the whole thing because for me, it was like almost, well, I'm taking it like if the white folk here love us so much that they want to dress up like us, then just let them. But it has absolutely nothing to do with me and how I see myself or how my child will see herself. Because if I open that door as if they have any power to dictate identity, to me, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother ball game that's unnecessary. Flips hair and walks away, like type thing. And it's just a completely different relationship to how everything else is flowering for, for people. And I feel like there's a lot of folks that are coming to terms with things that they couldn't before in a manner mm-hmm. that is very different than how they have engaged with it in the past. And I just feel like it's, we're moving towards a tipping point in all of that to where it's, it's like I said before, it's not your job to accept me. It's my job to accept me. And all of these old systems that are still swimming around here will die. They're on their, they're on their last dying breaths. And I don't feel like I need to breathe any more life into them simply to, to negate them. I choose to focus my time on what I'm creating mm-hmm. for the next generations, for the, for the ones that are coming out of the, the war-torn you know, vibrations of, of the previous earth. What do they need 
to step into. And that's where I feel like um, time is well spent in that arena, in that, uh, in that feeling, in that effort, in that vibration, and not in the, in the fight anymore. Like, but mm. it's just a different. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love that because the, you know, the next kind of flow into our question, Danan, is um, like being a wellness leader, right? Being a spiritual healer, which is what you are. Um, a teacher, a coach. Um, I think the the question that people might be looking for is like, you know, because there's so many things that you can name this time frame of 2020, right? Because it's been so much. It's been, to me, it's encompassed all. It's actually a space that can encompass it all. And so, um, or a bigger space, a bigger container for all the good, all the bad, all the for, for me to realize that it's, it, it, to label it less, just like, you know, there's some significance to what you just said about that story. And, and so I guess my question is like, when we go to the space of what do you think we as a collective, which you shared so brilliantly about the creative aspect, I'm, I'm here to spend my energy on creating um, for the people that are gonna come after me, right? And so I guess, is there anything, is there anything else besides that, that you think we're being called or you're being called specifically to do the work in right now? Like what, what really, like, as you said, so briefly lights your fire, right? Like what, what are you excited about? And I think that really gives us kind of this mind frame of there's beautiful things happening right now in every aspect of, you know, so yeah, I just love to hear, like, what do you... A, what do you think is being called of people? What do you think is being called of yourself? And and where do you think we're going? Where do you think we're going because of <laughs> everything 2020 has has uh, came here to do? I really feel like we're being called to shed and deprogram and let go of all the things that were placed on us that we didn't consciously place on ourselves and to shed away from us all that it has not served us in the past. As a collective, I feel like that looks like um, the coming together to create new things because I feel like 2020 was the, un it was the uncovering. It's like, you know, you're, you're outside and you lift up a stone and underneath the stone, there's all kinds of bugs and you know, there's like everything, right? And I feel like 2020 was the uncovering. And it's like, you got to see everything for what it really was. The bugs, the creep crawlers, the <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not trying to be gender specific, but you couldn't pick no shit no prettier than that. I mean. Because it hasn't been pretty. This I'm whole just, not been I'm, pretty. I know, but I mean, like, I mean, shit. We couldn't pick none with some flowers. No, <laughs> no, because, because you see, you see, this that is, like is what coach this year people. has this been about. Yeah, 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 see, yeah. that's what this year has been yeah. about. It's been about, let me not put my rose-colored glasses on anymore and look at this thing for what it really is. Yeah. Like, I've been making pretend in my mind and my heart because I'm a loving being that this is like a bed of lilies when in all actuality, it's a bed of scorpions and they're poisonous. And this is not a healthy thing. <laughs> like, 
like to be yeah. just be sitting here yeah. willy nilly. Yeah. And yeah. it's been like this, this, this collective uncovering in every aspect of life from how we school our children, how we are eating and feeding ourselves, how we are relating to community or not, how we are dealing with our own health. What does health look like? What exactly is it? Because if we're willing to put on masks for the health of someone else, but our collective weight is above how much, like the morbidity uh, uh, level of being obese, do we really care about health that much? And what is this really about? It's like just the collective, let's really look at this for what it really is. And now that we see it, you have some that I feel like it is their soul's mission to just be in the, the rat-a-tat-tat. Like I'm in the back and forth, I'm in the fight. I'm on the streets, I'm talking about it because that is what their soul is supposed to do. But I feel like there's a whole nother group that their mission is to create that which does we don't have now looking at it all. So if this is what schooling is, how do we need to change it? Oh, okay, let's, we need to completely reevaluate like the curriculum. What exactly do we need to grow a healthy, well-adjusted and balanced adult? When they're 18 years old, they need to be able to understand financial systems. They need to understand uh, food and nutrition. They need to understand credit and they need to understand all of these other things that don't even get a, a, a piece of attention in our normal schooling and our normal system. So for me, what that looks like personally is for me to ramp up what, um, what I'm doing in the community. So the Art of Waking is a, is a company that has begun you know, just in a one-to-one -one scenario situation but I'm also creating programs that are community-based as far as for children that have been, you know, in single parent homes and how to create additional community that is meaningful to them without making them feel like they had less than just because they grew up in a single parent home. It is how do we expand on our food and the food that we give to, um, to our kids. How do we heal the uh, children of abuse and those that have seen abuse and those that have you know, been victims of, of it? Like those types of programs that are more community-based that I, my dream, my hope is that then there are healing centers all over the world that are you know, specialized in these kind of things and that they're affordable and that healing is accessible to all because that's been you know, one of the things that we've, we've seen in, um, in uh, this year as far as when people, they've lost their jobs, they don't have means anymore. And it's almost like to be able to heal and have someone work with you is a privilege like beyond many. But how do we create more programs that are uh, accessible to, to everyone across the board? You can have things that are very niche and very, you know, um, upscale and, you know, boutique -y and all that kind of stuff as well. But we, we need to think on all terms, on all levels. And so it's like not just serving one population, but, you know, growing 
you know, the art of waking into a learning center, into healing centers, into, you know, all of these different things, schools even that have uh, a focus on the whole child, the whole self, the physical self, the spiritual self, the mental self, the emotional self. And it serves the whole child, not just from a sensory place, but from like all aspects of them and encourages them to grow and to shine within their soul and not cut those parts of themselves off in order to just fit in. It's like a completely different dynamic. So like that is what my, what I feel like my purpose is. My purpose has always been to be an awakener. And I know that just from uh, the healers that I've come in contact with who have you know described me to me and being that comet healer and that when I am lit up, when I am completely on mission, when I feel good in my system, like I create a wave of healing just walking down the street that is beneficial to those around me. And I know this, I've seen it. And it's been one of those things that once you get awakened to who you really are and the power that you hold, you will treat yourself completely differently. And once people start to treat themselves individually from a different place and you wake up and you are proud of what you see, what is reflected back to you in the mirror, your relationships will change astronomically then with everyone else around you because it's not from a place of, I have to, to interact with you to get value for me, or I'm, I'm looking to you to, to give me value or to va validate you know, my skills, my gifts and why I'm here, you already have that. And then it becomes, how can we work together? Or how, how are we, why did we meet today? Oh, I get it. Oh, okay, you just, we're just supposed to make each other laugh. Okay, let's laugh. And then you go about your merry day. But whatever that is, you're more open to it because you are more solid within who you are. You know who you are. And that's just been like my awakening to myself that that is my, that is my purpose. My purpose is awakening people to the core of who they are, to their soul, to the depths of the key codes that they carry in their womb space, whether they're a man or a woman, we all have a womb space. And it's what we carry there and what we choose to awaken there that will then just flower in the rest of our system, in our bodies, to the point where our roots grow deeper into the earth. We feel more grounded in who we are. We can stand without being shifted. Like when the storm comes, you bend, but you don't break, right? And you, the tree then extends into the heavens as far as the branches touching each star in your heritage, in your cosmological heritage to the point where then you have so much power that is coming down within you to connecting from below to above. You cannot stop that force, even if you wanted to, good luck. I, I, I wish you would try that kind of thing. And that's where we need to be going just collectively, but it has to happen individually. And that's why I feel like this 2020 has been so important for that because you cannot bullshit what has been staring you in the face for months. So when you're stuck in your house and there's no one to distract you and there's no one to entertain you in the manners in which you have been used to being entertained. You are forced to sit there with that work, with your laptop or with whatever it is and really be like, is this getting me up every day? It's not. 
if I have to sit back at this table one more damn day with this, with this work, I'm going to hurt someone and it might be me. And I don't want that to happen. So I'm, mm, oh shit. I don't want it. Oh, I don't want to see that. Or I've been in this relationship with this person. I have been forced to be in the house with them for months. I'm realizing that we are no longer compatible. Oh shit. I got to do some changing, but it's been like that. Like 2020 has been like the uncovering, which is uncomfortable. And it's like, nobody really wants that because it's not, you know, that nice little human part. You know, there's uncovering and it's uncovering when you got your period panties on. <laughs> 20, 2020 is that bitch. You know what I mean? Did nobody, if we had had to uncover when, you know, when I had, when I, when I felt like my body was tight and I had all my good draws, right? Come on. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? I love how you give, I love how you gave Denon shit for saying the bugs. <laughs> what you talking about, Shapiro? <laughs> but I mean, well, she told me I couldn't have my flowers, so I figured I'll have my moon, you know? But, <laughs> but it, you know, but that's, like what it felt like though right like we all like at least I got I got caught out there with the old you know with the period panties that be in the back of the drawer you were you should have thrown them out when you bought them you know <laughs> yes yes oh my god yes yeah so I I, I that's my visual I mean that was that was beautiful to none I mean I I am so a hundred percent there with you like there was no convincing needed um but, and I, and again, like it goes back to the root. Like when we interviewed all these people for season one and season two now, like it's, they're saying similar things and it all is, comes back to your own healing. Just like since Brett said so brilliantly, you are your first client, you know? And so, um, you know, that transformation cannot happen if people are not aware of what they need to uncover and what are the things that they need to get uncomfortable with, you know? Um, and so I guess my last question, Danan, is like, cause to do that work, right? Like, just like we talked about, like there's support we need, there's a community, there's like sisterhood, there's coaches. Is there anything that you would offer if someone is going through this uncovering, right? Is there anything you would offer as far as like, like how do you stay in a space where you don't go down, you know, I guess a hole, no, not a hole, but I, I guess for me, it's like, what do you keep yourself grounded in? In, in you know, it could be self-care, right? It could be like, but I, I, I guess for me, if someone is going through this right now, as we speak, the uncovering, the uncomfortability of looking at themselves, like, what advice would you offer them? Like, what what advice would you offer them in the moment as far as like, yeah, just what they could use or, 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 or just advice really, that's mm. all. <laughs> Gentleness. Yeah. Mm. Because in those moments, we, we tend to judge ourselves the harshest. Um, especially if, you know, we've had this routine and, you know, we just want to stick to the routine and like it all starts to malfunction and then it's, because the whole, you know, mantras that we've been given in the business world, especially is, you know, 
wake up, hustle, keep grinding, you know, no sleep. And it's just this whole thing of ignore your body completely and just, you know, go on autopilot to create this, you know, whatever. Not thinking about the energetics that are now wrapped all around whatever you've created. Like that's a whole nother story. But um, gentleness is what I would say. I know some people need self-care. Some people need community care um, because they just, their hole is deep, um, especially if they haven't done anything in decades and something throws them into the hole per se. Um, it can be, you know, scary and fast and then it just keeps going. It's like once you start pulling off one layer, the rest of them just unravel and it's, you can't stop it. You can't stop the unraveling. It's like um, one trauma leads to this trauma, which leads to recognition of, you know, this pattern, which, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, I would say that the best advice that I was ever given and that I give to my clients is to start having talks with their heart. And it's just simply you place your hands on your heart, you close your eyes and you just start speaking to your heart. I'm like, heart, I'm here. Talk to me. If you don't wanna to talk to me right now, let's just sit together. And you allow whatever needs to come up to come up. So acceptance, gentleness, allowance acceptance gentleness allowance and just repeat and it's just this because it all it comes in waves you know we we think healing can be like this instant thing and you know instant gratification i go to this one class i'm healed yay you know it don't work like that <laughs> uh, no it does not <laughs> that's That's point of that. that is like the open door type thing i mean for example, we went to Bali and that was a, an emotional experience, mental, spiritually, physical, all of it, especially climbing that damn volcano. I will say I felt the reverb from it for another six months, like the visceral reverb of it and what all then was coming up and coming out, coming up and coming out, like wanting to be seen, like this, okay, yeah. you got this far, now I wanna show you how you've minimized yourself in the past 10 years. Ah, shit. Now I'm gonna show you how you've abandoned yourself in the last 10 years. Ah, now I'm gonna show you. And it's like, it goes in these waves. It'll, your, your soul will come and with this wisdom for you to look mm -hmm. at, then you need to process it. And then it's like, okay, she got that part. Now let's give her another one and you get another one and you have to process that one. And it just keeps going depending on all the things that you have agreed to uncover in this life. For me, my incarnation here, I, I don't know whether my, I made some kind of contract that I'm not coming back to this Mickey Ficky like ever again. And I need to just uncover everything, do everything. Like that's it. I'm a, like, I have, Ooh. <laughs> I'm not Let me doing find out you, you an AP human. Let me find out you an AP human. Get the fuck out of here. Girl, I'm not even in the Regents class, okay? Find out. Yeah, I feel you. I would say if they're right in it to not be discouraged, like if yeah. it 
takes longer than we would like it to take for us to feel better in our own skin, but to trust the process and allow, allow whatever's supposed to come. That means allowing yourself to find a coach and to build that relationship, do it. If that means finding a group and some kind of community, do it. That means whatever that is, because everybody's different, but allowing and trusting in your, your ability to find what you need to find. Mm, wow, that's beautiful. I mean, when you say that, what comes up is that, like the Bali, for example, because I, you know, since talked about that too. It's like we were there, you know, how long ago and we're still, we're still feeling that, right? Like still feeling the, and I think to me, what that just shows is that when I treat every moment as sacred and every moment as an opportunity for my healing, like shit just opens up. And so like something, and something huge happened in Bali, like a real discomfort happened in Bali for me. Like I thought I was going into like another retreat that's gonna be amazing. And I was like, oh yeah, like this is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be like my first retreat. And it was not. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was, you know, I was in beautiful Bali, but let me just tell you, I felt like the shittiest of shit there. And so it's just so interesting to be such in a beautiful place, but inside being so like, dying. yeah, basically, basically. And so I had a really profound experience happen there that I barely unpacked with my coach at the time, which was Yadi, you know, and Yadi and I, um, from that, from what happened there, completely connected this old really old wound for me uh, around family and so it's just so beautiful how you talk about that Dinam because it is it is like this it's this woven interwoven story of healing that never really ends but it just brings about new layers of just yourself and opening and and being able to you know come from a place of um it's such a different place of being. And so, um, yeah, you never really arrived. That is like yes. <laughs> perfect segue. Like this journey is like, um, yeah, you just you just unpack so many other layers of yourself. And so, um, yeah, that was just so beautiful. I just spoke about that, so thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. I think for, for me, I just have so much gratitude now. I'm on that, I'm in the gratitude space of I see the reason why I went through everything. I see the reason why I had the parents that I had. I see the reason why every trauma needed to happen. And I see like, the, just as you said, the interwovenness of it all and how that gave me that and that gave me that and that gave me that. And that's where all this power and courage and strength, you know, is coming from. And I feel like I haven't even touched the surface of it. Like as far as who I am, am like, she is still growing. Like when I check in with my oversoul, like she's huge. She's a giant. And I am just growing into that shadow, like that she has cast for me to feel comfortable. Like, oh, okay, okay I can do this. Like, in a completely different way. And it's just when you taste that, 
my desire is to allow others to taste it. I mean, I'm the, I'm the cook in the family. Like I want you to taste my, my, my food. And it's like, this is beyond any like thing I could make you in the kitchen. Like when you can just taste and accept yourself and feel the deliciousness of your own soul and its offerings to the world and what you really have to offer. Like when you put the rest of the bullshit down like that and to see that, like that's the money for me in, in my client work. Like when you see that, that just transformation just happen. And then it's like, I got it. And then they start walking different and they start acting different and they start speaking differently. And the whole relationship to them is different. It's just like, that's my, that's the juice. That's the sauce. Like that's the light bulb. That's the, that's the, that's the everything. And it's like, yeah, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. So how can listeners um, get in contact with you if anybody would love to hear about any upcoming workshops, retreats, in any form that you may be doing, um, please let us know how they can work with you. You may be even a one-on-one. Yes. So I have a website. It's theartofwaking.com. And I have a, um, well, everything is, is there. You can find me on Instagram at I am Letitia Diane, L-A-T-I-C-I-A-D-I-A-N-E. And I have a mixtape that will be coming out uh, short. And you'll find that on Spotify and Apple and all that good stuff under Danon Raw. Uh, and I'm so excited to share that. Like that is like, I'm so excited. I can't even wait. I'm just, I'm, I'm titillated with excitement. <laughs> that is oh my god i can't wait either oh your voice i mean i feel like that's one of your modalities right like is your voice is yeah the power I was my so stuff, man like in it in atlantis i was a high priestess of the sound and healing temples i know there is there is shifting power in my vocal cords and like it's time to use it like on purpose you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> beautiful. Oh, can't wait. Oh, can't wait. Thank you. I love so you, much. bro. Thank love you for you. your time. Thank you for I everything. Um, I'm going to go That's grab the, the candle and we can blow that out and that'll ceremoniously seal, seal this, seal the, this circle. Trin- yeah. seal the circle and this, this Trinity space. Yes, so yes, let me yes, just yes, go ahead yes. and grab it. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. I feel drums like there's drums. <laughs> I hear the drums. Feel my drums. <laughs> it's a good song. That okay. was beautiful. Oh, cool. oh, look at you in um, candlelight. Mm. I know. <laughs> always, always, always. Okay, Letitia, my, Letitia and Cynthia, we the same fucking person. Yeah, I know this. I know this. I told you that, like when we were in Bali, I was like, yeah. "I know you. I know I don't yeah. know you, but I know you." <laughs> yeah, and it was it was weird. Like we both had on Moldavite, we both had on Aquamarine. One oh, kid, oh like the, the similarities in our lives. Our our children are the same age. Mm-hmm. Just, the it's work. just social work. So there's there's a lot of untapped stuff yet to unfold for the two of us. So. 
and the three of us really, so I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So just sending this light and sharing this light with all of you. Um, we have a moon, a full moon coming. So we're honoring that energy. We're honoring the energy of life, of death, of rebirth, renewal. May you both have peace and love and joy and feel the warmth of light and the coolness of the darkness because it is all, all love. And yeah. so it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for engaging in these rich conversations. Please visit us on all of our social media platforms, Conversations with a K, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our website, conversationspodcast.com. We really want to hear from you. Until next week, keep listening, stay present, breathing deeply, speaking your truth. <laughs>